0: everyone i'm shauna i'm daniel i'm chandra we're from living hope
1: and this is another episode of parenting with hope hello everyone today we have with us uh myself daniel ngo
2: and chandra hello and shauna
0: And so today we are going to talk about how we help our children own their faith. Uh, Kids often feel the need to push away from their parents in order to make space for their own faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and that can be really scary and unsettling for parents. Um, There's a sense of losing control. There's a sense maybe that, um, you know, family tradition and family faith is going to be fully rejected. So, and we're sometimes so focused on teaching our kids what to believe, right? Oh, the Ten Commandments. So, you know, all these mm-hmm. these checkbox types of things. Uh, we might forget to train them why we believe what we believe. Mm-hmm. So teaching the what without the why is kind of like building a house without a foundation. It might stand for a season, but when storms come, the house will come crashing down because there isn't that strong foundation mm-hmm. underneath. So, well, and likewise, a faith that does, doesn't understand why it's true to that individual uh, isn't going to be able to stand withstand challenges of life, right? So Mm -hmm. that's what we want to talk about today. It's a deep topic. And uh, in the limited time we have, we're going to try and hit some points here for you today. And one thing we thought of as a a team here is that it takes a village Mm -hmm. to raise a child, Mm -hmm. right? So do you guys want to talk to that thought about who else speaks into the life of a teen or a child other than the parents?
1: Yeah, well, I, I want to first say that the parents are really vital, but uh, just seeing that uh, having other adults um, speak into their life um, is also important. So youth pastors, but also coaches and teachers. Yeah. Yeah. And so parents can be really involved in making sure uh, the, the kids are uh, have these uh, people in their lives, like making sure that uh, uh, they they know who are speaking into their lives and yeah. that uh, they're really intentional about choosing who, which adults are, are going to be speaking to their lives.
2: Yeah. And I think a piece of that that was really valuable to my growing up was that some of those trusted adults who we know love the Lord and we can trust, they differed in some of their opinions to my parents. Mm. Right. And so to have, sure you know, some of a, a fairly broad influence of what does faith mean, and, and some of it might not even be dis- differing opinions, but just differing perspectives. Yeah. Right? People who come at things differently than yeah. I would or differently than my parents would sure. was really, really valuable to my um understanding what it means to be a person of faith, seeing it, you know, kind of worn by different people rather than just my home heritage. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and one thing that I was reading about was the influence of grandparents and how they are possibly an underutilized asset in our world today. And maybe that's just because of distance and whatnot, although we now have great technology to help us connect. But, you know, being one step removed from the parents, but yet really vital and important in a family, sometimes grandparents can model things and say things to kids and teens that parents just can't it isn't received in the same way so grandparents are also probably a really unsung hero in terms of helping our yeah, kids right. own their yeah. faith yeah and I, and I
1: just want to share a quick story i was just talking with a youth this week and um uh, uh this youth was feeling really uh kind of have to re- reserved as, as she was trying to process and almost uh, cautious about what she can say and at one point i was just like okay listen um like what what you're telling me is is i'm not going to tell your parents and so that we can so that Mm. you can just process and talk about this right safe place a safe place and and in that moment this youth was just just had a breath of fresh air was able to share without feeling like i was going to tattletale and of course i would tell if she was going to harm herself or harm others right but I didn't I I just realized in that moment how much uh, she needed that space to process outside of her parents. And so uh, adults are really important uh, other than her parents Um, because, yeah, I I talked to other youth who were like, there's some things that they can't tell their parents because it's awkward. Yes, for sure. sure, A village is important to raise our kids.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Donna. That's really important for us to remember when we're working with kids, right, is to be confidential and what we can be confidential on for sure. Well, we also thought about the role that faith plays in the life of parents mm-hmm. and how important it is to model consistently um, in small habits done over time that are observed by our kids, because often actions speak louder than words or at the very least actions back up our words. Right. We say mm-hmm. we believe one thing, but we act another way. Then kids see that lack of integrity there and a bland faith. Uh, it just doesn't cut it. Kids have this crapple meter, where they can tell right when when parents aren't
2: living up to what they believe in. So, so. quickly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I even think about children who, even as not as the parent, but children who I've worked with over any amount of time. If I'm sure. bluffing, they can tell mm. so quickly. Yeah, and right. I I learned really I learned really quickly to be very <laughs> genuine with kids because they'll just call it out so fast. Yeah, <laughs>
1: absolutely.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So any other thoughts on that modeling of faith? Yeah, I think a big part of that is
2: is to model that you're working it out. You know, scripture mm-hmm. yeah. tells us to to work out your salvation and that tells me that it's okay if I don't have all the answers. Great. I think that's something that we've mentioned a couple times on this podcast before. You know, it's okay if you don't have all the answers yeah. and and I think it's really valuable if your kid observes you working it out. Mm-hmm. Even yes. if it's yes. even if they're not asking yeah. a question yet, even if they're whatever it is. If they can see that you aren't just saying, well, because I believe it, right? You're right, not just saying, right. oh, because my Sunday school teacher told because me. Or mom because mom said I, whatever, so, right? No, <laughs> no, no. Like that that you yeah. are working it out. Mm-hmm. I think that's really valuable because if what a, what a child sees modeled, if it's just, you know, a, a really... Um, kind of sanitized version of, you know, maybe there's discipline there, maybe there's habits there, and that's valuable. But if all a child ever sees is a very clean cut, this is exactly how it is, I'm so, like, I'm so sure of that, and, oh, whatever. And that's not to say that confidence in your faith is a bad thing, right? but Well, life is messy, right? Life is messy in general, and the
0: Bible shows us that life is messy. Exactly. Yeah, so when things are so black and white... Um, and so clear sometimes and never any sign of that mess. Perhaps that isn't genuine exactly. faith or genuine life.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think if if as the main role model of faith for your kid, if they see that you are figuring it out as you go, I think that teaches them that they are for able sure. to do the same. So then yeah. when they get older, they have more of that ownership that we've, you've been figuring it out, I've been figuring it out, we've been figuring it out together, yeah. and I have more of a basis of why do I believe this? It's not right. just because it's the tradition i grew up in it's not just because it you said so it's here's why and we yeah. figured it out sure yeah, right good
1: and and i feel like a misconception i grew up with was uh, just going off something you're saying chandra um is uh modeling our faith that we can make it um personal but we don't have to make it private oh, right and yeah. that uh that i always grew up with like good you know concept. i have to do my devotions in private. Otherwise I'm flaunting my faith in front of other people. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a misconception. I think that we have the full ability to even do our devotions in the morning where in yes, public uh, sure. so that they can see that we are working, that we have time set aside to yeah. pray and be with God. And and, and that's going to be really valuable when we model it and that uh, that we can have these conversations with them, that, uh, that they can say, Mom and Dad did this. So right. I think that I can do this too.
0: Yeah, cool. Well, let's talk now about the actual conversations, right? Because this is where kind of the debate happens. The heat of the moment happens, right? right? Where your teenager says, you know what? I just don't believe X, Y, and Z anymore. And you're just, you know, alarm bells are going off, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're feeling like a failure as a parent. And, you know, you don't want that conversation to go too far outside your home. Like all these things, right? Yeah. Come into your mind as a parent. So what, how, how do we approach that? How, what are some ways and things that we can do
2: or parents can do when the conversation arises. So one thing that I thought of as we were preparing for this episode is is a few steps backward from that moment. Okay. Right? So it's, we're not quite at the, Mom, I don't think I believe, whatever. But earlier on, as your kid is growing up in your home and, and seeing faith modeled, et cetera, as they're able to, teaching them to think for themselves and starting with the questions that are really clear in Scripture. You know, some of, cause some of the things that come up later maybe are less clear. But if we start with the things where scripture is really clear. And instead of saying, oh, thank you for your question. Here's exactly the answer. Well, what do you think? Mm -hmm. What do you think scripture says Mm -hmm. about that? Let's read about that together. What is Holy Spirit telling you to build that skill for your kid? Because even though some things are super clear in scripture and you could give them the answer right away, it would be faster. They might say, okay, good to go, especially when they're really young. If you start in those spaces building that critical thinking skill and that you know studying scripture for mm-hmm. answers asking holy spirit i think that then later down the road as those harder conversations come up that you're more likely to disagree on because they're less clear right i think then then you have a basis of how do we handle questions sure and then sure. then those yeah yeah, yeah. those yeah. can go a lot more be a lot more thoughtful and a lot more deliberate further down the road
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's really awesome I think asking why questions too, right? Well, when they make these statements about what they believe or don't believe, like instead of you know locking into debate or just you know um, telling them you believe this and that they need to believe it because you said so, um, you know helping them understand why. Why do we believe that as a family? And I think that goes back to what you're talking about, Chandra. Why do we believe it? Well, let's study Scripture and find out why we believe it. What is what does God actually say about that? What does Holy Spirit tell us about that? Because the point here is we really need uh, this generation and the next generations to be critical thinkers. Mm-hmm. Life is, is getting even more hard and messy. Absolutely. Um, you know, th- the secular thought is so incredibly heavy and prevalent in all spheres of influence today. We need kids that critically think through these issues. Um, they can sift through what the culture is throwing at them and know what Scripture says. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, and Shana, you said this before our podcast, but you're saying as they're growing up, we want to be directors in their life and, yeah. and direct them to what to believe. But as they ask these harder questions, we can be advisors and, right. and be in that space yes. where we can uh, point them, but not uh, uh, put our stakes in the ground and strongly suggest. Because I think that uh, what I'm seeing is as they... Um, uh, process these things they need a safe place they yeah. need the parents yeah. they need to know that the parents will still love them even if they doubt and so one thing that i would encourage parents is to uphold um relationships over your theology over your point Amen. that yeah. you totally. yeah. feel so strongly about and, and that can be right. hard you f- might feel defensive you might right. feel like you are losing control or you might feel like um you know you're, there's no hope for your kids but um but we hear stories all the time in scripture of how um, uh, these are the people that Jesus goes after. And he, I believe that yeah, he delights yeah. when when there's space for the kids to uh, process. And so I, I would encourage parents, what you can do is to develop that relationship with your kid, continue creating safe places, do something fun with them to build your relationship with them, to mm-hmm. know that they, that they still belong with you and you still love them, they're secure, and that you are showing them God's grace and God's love for them and patience, even for you when you're figuring out your own faith Right, that you would right. exude that onto your kids.
0: Yeah, I, th- I love that, and I, I think it's so important for parents too to just decide at the end of the day what's really, w- you know, what am I going to go to the wall for? Yeah, and what's all the
2: extra that yeah. I that I'm not going to go to the wall Definitely. for? Definitely, right? and that c- I think that can be really tricky when we um, have been brought up in Christian traditions. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think there's a lot of things that name your tradition, anyone, right? Whether mm-hmm. you're from you know Living Hope's a part of the Alliance or whether you're whatever wherever you come from. Yeah, I think there's different emphases and different um, distinctions of different denominations or different Christian heritage that isn't necessarily a yes or no answer for the gospel. There's lots of things that I think we can be thinking more broadly about and that, you know, uh, just in any relationship, another person and myself can have very different opinions about very many different topics and still at the end of the day, both be people who love Jesus and people who are under his leadership. And so I think that what I've observed with people my own age is that some of them, coming from any given specific tradition, are now coming up against these um, these topics that are more tradition-specific and less um, less um, specific to just the gospel, just mm-hmm. right. you know, just yeah. Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. as they come up against yeah. those things, they've never had the opportunity to to wrestle with right. them before, right. yeah. and so there's this, I think, an unnecessary tying of those secondary topics to our primary topic of, well, if I don't believe, if I'm not sure what I think about this secondary thing, you know, maybe they don't know what's secondary. If I'm not sure about this thing that I grew up believing was a um, really hard and fast black and white thing, well, if I'm not sure about that, maybe I'm not sure about Jesus. And Mm -hmm. I think that everybody has that journey for themselves anyway, but those things don't always necessarily have to be attached to each other. And so it's valuable to say, okay, here are the things that I will not budge on, just like you said, Shauna, you know, those you know Jesus yeah. is the answer. Yes, that's it. right? right. Well those those other things that I may feel very strongly about, I might feel there is a yes or no answer to, but understanding that there is wiggle room in God's yeah. kingdom to wrestle with those things mm-hmm. and respect that that's necessary. Yeah, yeah and I, I love that. We, we do. We
0: all need to wrestle and work out our faith, right? And yeah. so that's really important to to allow people to do that. And again, not just force or superimpose on them the beliefs that we have because we think we're right in everything. And, you know, we're going to get to heaven and re- realize there's a lot of things that we hold on <laughs> to that, that, d- that Jesus had a different view of, yeah. right? So, so in the end, though, you know, uh, there are always going to be kids that are going to walk away from their faith, mm. even if they have had the space and even if they have had, you know, great conversations with parents and, and no, no matter what. So I think at the end of the day, what we always want to do is, is be people of love Mm-hmm. we want to love right uh, even the best parenting can't guarantee that children won't walk away for a time from the faith that they are raised to believe but i think what happens next uh, would be the determining factor in whether some of those kids will eventually return mm-hmm. to faith and 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 to a body of believers so we want to be people that love uh, are patient supportive kind generous um all of those things towards those who have you know, walked away and, mm-hmm. and left the faith because Jesus calls us to that high standard, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the doctrine that matters, right? Jesus Jesus said, you know, they'll know you're Christians by your love. That's right. Not by your theology. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
2: And I think if, if there's anybody who's listening to this and feeling discouraged as we're talking yeah. about, you know, how, yeah, yeah. how to keep your kids in the faith or whatever, right. um, and they're thinking of, of somebody in their life who's yeah. who's far, I just think about all the different reactions that Jesus himself had, mm-hmm. right? He was the perfect... Um, the ex- he's our example, right? He, Jesus himself, and as he was discipling and teaching, there were people who, who didn't respond well. And so, you know, if right. if Jesus in all his perfection had people respond in different ways, you know, the way that you're bringing up your family or the way that your family history has happened or whatever, you're going to have different responses. And when it comes down to it, that's just going to be the case. Mm-hmm. And there, um, I think there's a lot of freedom in knowing that, right? Oh, but for sure. Yeah. Even Jesus yeah. had varying responses and that's just how right. it's going to be. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I think I think we want, you know, we don't want parents to carry regret for those kids that have necessarily walked exactly. away, right? There's always hope. There's mm-hmm. always hope. Always hope yeah. And uh, we hold on to that because um, Jesus is in the business of constantly changing hearts mm-hmm. and uh, changing circumstances and creating miracles. Mm-hmm. And so we hold out hope for everybody, right? And I really, to be honest, wish I had have had this kind of information when I was raising my kids, <laughs> because I think, uh, you know, I think I shut down a lot of conversations, you know, mm-hmm. that were like exhausting, and you know, why, why, and well, you know, and kind of, and I was just like, you know, so I wish that I had had some of this uh, help back then. But uh, we offer this podcast to you as help for the journey that you are on with your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, there is always hope in Jesus. And he will help you in every circumstance to raise children who love him. Mm-hmm. So we offer it to you for whatever it's worth and pray that it will be um, like like living water to you, yeah. right? That yeah. will, will really help you as a parent journey with these little people and these wonderful teenagers that God has put into your care.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, everybody.
2: See you next time. Bye. Yeah.
1: Thanks for joining us with Parenting with Hope.
2: If you'd like to contact us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at info at mylivinghope.ca
1: or you can check out our website at mylivinghope.ca.